If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, Nene No Mo Show Leaks introduces her new Duluth, Georgia lounge opening soon, the Lanethia, mm. where her oft-delayed son Bryson will be working the door and holding everybody up all confused all the time saying, huh, to everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <clears throat> Next, the Oprah of opportunists, loser ex of Tamar Braxton, David Adafeso. Mm-hmm. Had the nerve to say something about Tony Braxton's kids, mm-hmm. motivating the singer to tweet out a message informing him that if he spoke on her kids one more time, he wouldn't be bereaved again, bereaved again, bereaved again. <laughs> Wait, did he really? What did he say about her kids? Yeah. I don't know what he said, but whatever he said, it motivated Tony to literally get online and post a message saying, David, you ferret, you weasel. Ooh. You are you are full of contempt. Don't you ever bring my kids into this or whatever? Like, she went off. And Yikes. then Tamar got online and defended the nigga. So I'm just oh, so, no. I'm so over it. I'm so over it. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry, y'all. We going back to number three. <laughs> and finally. Rapper Blueface has posted several videos from his home showing fist fights between his house guests. The lucky to be a rapper included a statement saying, Hey, at least I wasn't fighting. My name Blueface, not Black Eye. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, <laughs> mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? None of us do. We ain't in the past six, seven, eight, nine, ten damn years, however long we've been doing this show. Hey, friend, how you doing? You know, I'm doing very well now. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 20 foes, that's how all my players. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Ooh. We got good Inside. news. And we have a lot to be happy about. Lord, so, baby, baby. Lord. <laughs> so, with that being said, and the beautiful smiles on your faces, how are you today, my brothers? Doing good. Doing real good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling as bright as this hoodie that I got on, and you feeling as vibrant as that lighting so you got. You, you know. Oh, thank you, thank you. 
We're recording a little late tonight, so as you see, I have my blanket and my tea and my thick socks, and I'm I'm ready. I noticed you was vibing over there, friend. I wasn't gonna you say that because you know I like it, whatever. But it's a whole vibe. Y'all should see Listen, friends. Listen, I got house. my candles. Like we it's in it. Lit, literally yes. lit. Like, okay, friend. Oh, like, you missing a glass happened. of wine for me? Look like the hot sign oh, is coming. on. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh. <are> you? <laughs> I'm going to celebrate after with the wine. You know what's funny? I was going to say we should totally do a late episode one day where we drink wine while we record and see I'm what down, happens. I'm down. I'm going to drink I'm this down. Sun Goddess wine by Mary J. Bly. Just right in there. Hey. In the room. Oh, I should get some. Can Is it easy to find? Or is like Well, you know, it's exclusive. But, mm. <laughs> but, but. You hey, friend. Hey. And I'm Dustin. You got it. I got an extra bottle right in here for you. You good. Thank yes, you. Yes, to come up. So with that being said, Dustin Ross, you actually have the black business of the week for us. I sure do. And it is coming straight from here in New York. Uh, I'm a very, very dope designer. Um, the brand is called Haramesque, and it's a creative wellness movement that seeks to empower artists of color through ritual art and creative therapy. So this is a strong one, y'all. <laughs> you can go to uh, on Instagram to Haramesque, spelled just like it sounds, and you can see some more pictures. But along with being a potion or a candle boutique, Haramesque is a creative wellness movement, again, that seeks to empower artists of color through ritual art and creative therapy. A beautiful blend of ancient Sudanese, Kurdish, Eastern, and African rituals okay. with the healing art forms of music, design, literature, scent alchemy, and body work. So this is it, y'all. Go online. It's really, it's it's so much more than I can even articulate, even in promoting it right now. This is not something that we're being paid for. It's just something that we feel is worthy of being shared to you guys. So Definitely. go to www.haremesque, that's H-A-R-E-M-E-S-Q-U-E.com, and you can see all you need to know. Shout out to Aza. And, that's and let me tell you, that week. candle... <laughs> Fran just texted it when, when All we, I wrote uh, was shared it. Yeah. <laughs> that she just wrote whoa I was like Fran Cause you know me that fits beautifully In my house so I'm yeah, definitely gonna try to set. I need to get the set Before y'all hear it cause I know That's okay. about to be sold out But with that being said Are y'all ready to jump into this week's Recap mm-hmm. Yes so last week's episode titled for the 304 is <laughs> Frank called me a 304. Frank called me a 304. So it was the Dustin Ross takeover. We discussed open relationships and marriages. Anything you want to add to that, Dustin? It was a nasty one, y'all. That's what made it. <laughs> we had a good time last week. Lots of different, fresh, and new perspectives totally. on monogamy, on consensual non-monogamy, on all of those things that fall under that umbrella. Uh, mm-hmm. We all had our own specific viewpoints. Um, some of my friends have texted me <laughs> after the show sharing their views. So this was oh, a that. conversation starter. It was a water cooler conversation. <laughs> and I thank you all for participating so beautifully in it. Um, and hey, keep the comments coming. It's a situation that never dies. As long as people are fucking, they're going to be fucking each other. And so this will always be talked about. And I thank you. <laughs> so Asante, who stood out to you? I want to give a shout out to Charlie out in the emails. The subject here is monogamy. Um, Charlie says, hello, I'm married and have been for eight years. I've been with my wife for almost 10 years. 
we've talked about opening up our relationship and talked about boundaries and things started off okay. Then it ended with her thinking I was gay. I am bisexual and I mentioned that I wouldn't be looking at just women and it turned into a weird argument. I've tried to tell her a few times before and it's always been something that's turned into a just kidding or I'm just saying what if. It's hard because she's bisexual and expects and even demands. <laughs> what? This is so interesting. <laughs> she's bisexual. You get a backbone. That's all I know. <laughs> and expects. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> the way that just came on out. Came on out. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we record late. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's bisexual and expects and even demands that i accept it but when i mentioned that <laughs> i'm sorry i'm still excuse me <clears throat> but when i mentioned that street goes both ways for me too she freaks out long story short i am like fascinated <laughs> right like this is what <laughs> you need to leave i need to know more this is my blow i leave her ass <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. I would leave her ass and put her shit in a box. If she... Never mind. Woo, I picked a good one. Like, Long story what? short, we ended that combo quickly, and now it's something we avoid vehemently. Anyway, mm. I love this you know, show. Hey, Asante, you know what she would have heard fucking with me? Driving down the street. That's it. I am out. Look, <laughs> and, and, and I tell my... you what else. I'd have put up a peace sign because guess what? Two fingers, you do it that way you want to. Because that's all you're going to be using. <gasps> peace out. You would have heard them tires. <laughs> like I'm telling you, man. I just Woo. wanted to say thank you, Charlie. Charlie did give me permission to use their, his name. Um, yeah, because you know how many people it is named Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> He's straight. Oh, oh damn. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he good on nobody knowing that. Yo, you are just. <laughs> I mean, me, okay? back to back, like. <laughs> just, Ooh, back to back. That's that what was the problem. <laughs> I'm done. I really. <laughs> Friend, what did you find in those SoundCloud streets? Oh my God. You ask me like I could keep going. There ain't nothing I can do. I can't even keep going on my own comment. Like, oh, but you I... know who can keep going? Charlie. Okay. Charlie. Literally, all I did Good was read Charlie. it. Charlie. Oh my God. Charlie Friend. and the Chocolate Factory. Dry, dry the boat, friend. Dry the boat. <laughs> Draw the boat. Draw the boat. Wait, do the, uh, what's his name? Kofi Sirbo from Queen Sugar when you be like, Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) I didn't get you the money. (laughs) Ralph Angel. Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Yo. My heart's going to fall out. You just got to get up under it and stay under it when you say the name. Like you get under that CH and just stay down there. Charlie. You know, you just stay down there. That's what you do. Every time Dustin says Charlie, that's the first thing I think of. Okay, I'm back. That, that made me laugh. That was um, today. That was, I knew Ooh. that. That so, letter. I just couldn't believe the nerve. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Like, I'm still like, what? He need to what? leave. He mm. need to leave. Well. Get out. 
So Shout on the Charlie. SoundCloud streets, yes. BBDDJJ said <laughs> <laughs> everything's going to crack us <laughs> They said my previous relationship was an open one from its conception. My ex was a sexual being. He enjoyed having sex and wanted to experience it as much as he could. Some would consider it inconsiderate, but I simply viewed it as who he was at the moment. He never prioritized his play over me or our relationship, and he always communicated when he intended to play, always allowed me to vet his partners, and on several occasion, occasions, excuse me, forfeited his play if I had any objections. He did the same for me. Open relationships can strengthen your bond because you have to practice clear and open communication and it encourages honesty to keep your relationship intact. It also takes away using sex as the only form of intimacy in the relationship. I thought that was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Now that, dope perspective, that can work. Right? Because the, the yeah, the boundaries are being honored and that's all we were saying last week. Mm-hmm. Like or I shouldn't say we, but I'll speak for myself. If Bonner because <laughs> I know Dustin was like, hell no. If boundaries can be respected, then we can have a conversation. But outside of that, it's just not what I've experienced. Not for me. The door is closed. And not only is it closed, it's locked. And if it's one of them sliding patio doors, it's got that wood stick down in the bottom. (laughs) So you can't open the door. No. No. There we go. And I actually had one from Twitter Okay. A, a, a vocalist rival who is actually a homie said the funny thing about open relationships is that the partner who suggests it ends up getting fewer dates than the other and then gets mad and jealous. I had to read that because I have seen threads on Twitter and just conversations where the husband may have been the one to initiate the conversation and bring up the you know the the concept bring it to the relationship but it's the wife who ends up having way busy. more fun and then mm. the husband gets pissy about it and mm. suddenly doesn't want to do it no more and well that- that's why she don't want to do it because he pissy he needs to take a shower <laughs> So can smell like all that acid and urine all over everything. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Oh so God. that is something that I've actually heard happen quite a lot. I don't know if you guys have heard that too. Asante, you kind of made a face, so I feel like you've heard stories. But that to me is always really funny when the person who initiates is like, no, never mind, because <laughs> it's not working mm-hmm. out in their favor as they But you know why that happens, though? Because the person that's not looking for nothing, like they comfortable. So like... They just seem like a whole person. So, like, when someone's out in the street looking for something, they see a whole-ass person that's, like, open. They're a perfect target. Mm-hmm. But when you open and you open and ready, you know, ain't nobody looking for the, you know, we're not looking for the hot pocket that's out of the freezer. You know, you want to put it in the freezer? You mean the microwave yourself, you know? <laughs> no, anyway. you Yes. <laughs> what about you, Dustin? What did you find in them Twitter streets? This is actually breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Uh oh. Um, this is hot off the Twitter streets, and it comes from none other than living legend Tony Braxton, who says, David, comma, she's talking about Tamar's <laughs> ex boyfriend, y'all. She <laughs> says, David, you weasel, you ferret. You are beyond contempt. Once again, do not include my children in your shenanigans. Please leave my family alone. Now, that's coming wow. straight and direct from Tony Braxton's Twitter account. 
Tony never talks about her personal business. She's been notoriously private until she went on Oprah, but that's a different conversation for a different time. Because what's really wrong with having Gucci flatware where you really think about it? And as much opulence as Oprah is known for, I just feel like you know, I'm not going to be negative about Oprah or whatever, you know, but it's just a conversation I want to have with her. That's all. Uh, but yeah, but this came from Tony Braxton. So it's going down, y'all. Something uh, David's raggedy ass then did something else, and now. Uh, he didn't it's piss Tony brilliant. off, so I don't know. I know him and Tamar got a court hearing coming up, and it's just a hot, complete mess, and I'm watching it. So I just wanted Yikes. to share that with y'all. That's it from the Twitter streets this week. <laughs> Asante, this week it's your episode. Tell us what you got going on for us this week. I can't Is it a today. gun? <laughs> Is it a gun? <laughs> Take it away, please, because I'm tongue twisted over here. Oh my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I always struggle with what I want to talk about because I get really excited and I want to talk about everything. And it, <laughs> then it just makes me say, damn, now I don't want to talk about nothing. But I've just been kind of looking at the world and, you know, we're about to go into like another phase of lockdown again. Oh, so gosh. I, I always think to myself, like, do I want to talk about something serious and educational or do I just want to have fun? And I always want to have fun. But uh, this week I want to have fun kind of going back over some parts of our lives to kind of look at where we've been and where we're going. You know, I want us to, you know, look inside. <clears throat> so this week I want us to talk about purpose. Hmm. Purpose, it, like it, it just keeps coming up for me. Like as of late, like I just keep looking at like these themes in anime, and um, I told you guys like recently I want to get into programming, and that's something I've been reading up on. And one of the reasons that I want to do it is because I'm just so interested in like how ideas and uh, how spirituality and technology can kind of intersect in certain ways for me. Just because I look at the way. Uh, we all have kind of connected to social media, like the way that we all connect uh, in just these waves. And so just being connecting as creatives, I wanted to figure out like a way to kind of give back. So I wanted to share perspective and see what we all looked at as purpose. And if we feel like we've walked in it or if we feel like we've even met it and what we even view it as. So I want to start with purpose by defining it. Right. So purpose um, <clears throat> According to Oxford, you know, Oxford languages, you know, that's what the Google pulled up first. Um, it's a noun. The reason. I just explained the reason. What was the reason, bitch? What was the reason? The reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists, but um, used verb formally, is to have as one's intentions or objective. But do you all even buy into purpose? Because I sometimes will talk about it or think about it or I'll even watch things where people will be like, you know, everything's meaningless uh, and they'll even <laughs> drive purpose into that and just kind of say, like, you know, what the fuck am I even doing? Like hopelessness, if you will. So do you even buy in, believe in or buy into purpose? Well, I think it's one of the most beautiful names I've ever heard. I've always thought having a daughter named Purpose would be cute. And I don't <laughs> care if you think that's ghetto or whatever. I think it's cute. Purpose, purpose is a Ross. cute name for a girl. Yep, Purpose Ross. <laughs> purpose that's Penelope. Cute. It's color cute. Perp for like, sure. It's per the color perp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just thought it was a cute name. That's all. Go on. <laughs> Not and yes, I believe in point. purpose. <laughs> yes, I believe in purpose. You know, 
in everything that you do, you have a purpose. In, you have a purpose in the way that you live your life. Now, now, what that is, you know, that's defined to you. That's up to you to determine. But you absolutely have a purpose because if you don't, what you doing? You just walk around bumping into shit, bumping into the walls, and no direction. Don't do nothing. Shiftless clothes all over the floor. You know what? What? What's your purpose? You have a purpose. You have a reason to get up every day. People have children. That's their purpose, you know, to be caregivers to their children. People have uh, relationships or families at home. You know, they want to be good to their partner. People have goals and, and, and ambitions and things that they want to accomplish in life. So your purpose is to be driven toward fulfilling all that. You know, some people have other purposes. So let's just leave it there. I'm going to try to be serious. Because I respect y'all. I respect your topic. So no, I'm not going to crack no jokes. Go no. Ahead. I mean, cracking my per- jokes. My purpose is being serious right now. I, I was about to say, you know, cracking jokes is part of your purpose. So I'm not it even going I'm, I'm not going to take that away from you, especially in this conversation. Like, like mm, that's it's, just... it's fine. Go on. Go on. Go on. <laughs> Friend, what about you? Do you buy into purpose or do you believe in it? I do buy into it, but I think my my idea of purpose has changed and continues mm. to change. So I think when I was younger or just in a different headspace, I'd say purpose to me felt like some type of specific plan, you know, like you have like, let's say, you know, just as an example, when I was younger, I thought being a musician, writing songs about things that had happened and having people connect to it, that was my purpose. Music, you know, that was my my everything. And then once that didn't pan out and, you know, other goals that you start having, and then I started asking myself, well, if these things don't pan out or if they morph into different things as you change as you go through different experiences, have different interests, have different ideas, headspaces, does your purpose continue to change? Or is it just Mm. that you have a a skewed view of what purpose is, you know? And I think what I am understanding now is that my purpose is in just being, not necessarily what I'm doing, Mm. you know? So I think I was tying it more to goals and... Um, identities as opposed to purpose being me and wherever I'm at like it don't matter what that looks like and I'm not tied down to any particular image or thought of what my purpose is my purpose is just being and navigating those waters as they come and then being an example to whoever's witnessing those waters being navigated Mm. so that's kind of where I'm at with it and you know that may change <laughs> as I keep, I'm still relatively young, but where I'm at now, that's kind of how purpose has just been shifting for me. So I love that you asked, do you buy into it? Cause I can kind of see both sides of people who are gung ho about a particular thing. Mm-hmm. But then once remember kind of like the episode we have with Claude and Chuck, it's like, what happens to a dream achieved? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what happens when you achieve it? And then what? Is you do you no longer have purpose? Like, you know, so that's kind of the concepts I've been toying around with. You see, both of y'all touched on a lot of great, great things just because um, I'm thinking about like now people are like thinking, you know, should I leave the state, you know, uh, you know, for political reasons or even people that are dealing with valuing themselves at work or 
um, you know, just people thinking about the temperature of where they're at now with what, what they put into life or what they want to get out of it. Like, I just felt like this was a great conversation to have because I thought to myself about like, I've, I've been talking to people that just feel like they either don't feel like they're buying into their purpose right now or they feel like their purpose has changed. And I mm. thought that that was so interesting and cool, you know, that somebody was noticing or feeling like their purpose has changed because I don't feel like I even hear enough conversation about purpose. And I feel like it ties in so well with what you always talk about, friend, which is intention. And I was just thinking like, damn, like these words really go hand in hand. But like, it's so simple. It's so random that this like simply tied to me just like now in this moment, I was like, you know, when we're thinking about what our purpose is, are we necessarily like matching that with our intentions or are we just kind of blindly looking for one or the other, if not both separately, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just thought this was going to be a good conversation to have. But um, I was w- looking at this this article, actually, right? Um, it's a blog mm-hmm. on psychcentral.com. <laughs> it's actually by Gabrielle. And excuse me, your, her last name is Ghani Kelnar. Um, she says, sometimes it seems as we live in a world of isms. Workaholism, sexism, ageism, racism, idealism, cynicism, feminism, etc. She goes, yet what does it mean to live out live our lives around all these things. Which isms feature most strongly in your life? And how long is it since you've evaluated the place there? Which are the good ones and which are the bad ones? Maybe some of them act as an ethical guide for your values or behaviors, helping you decide your course of action. Or maybe some of them have just become bullies. I just thought that it was interesting that like she did this article and we're talking about like all these isms and kind of like breaking down where we're at and having to look at where you're at with like all of these different concepts. And so, as I said, initially, like I I wondered to myself, like what conversation I even want to have. And I get overwhelmed with that concept, but I always think to myself, like what's the purpose of us doing this show. And that's what I always want to ground myself in when we do do topics. And so I love that we talk to like a, a wide range of people from creatives that have no idea what they're doing to creatives that know exactly what they're doing or what they want to do to people that have everyday jobs, like, but people just in all types of walks of life. And a lot of people, they know exactly what they want to do or they have some sort of trajectory. And then even for the ones that don't, I just think that it's so important, the work that we do here, that I have to always ground myself in purpose and not just intention. And so like I thought, a pimp. <laughs> like a pimp, literally. I always Seriously, pimps got purpose. You really think about it. Like, ain't nobody got more purpose. There's no one more purpose driven than a pimp when you think about it. Oh my god! I know that this is a joke, and I'm trying to not like co-sign with you really, really hard. But you but are it's like true. You're, but you're like but absolutely correct. Like, That's right. Like I hate to even think about necessary evil, but you know, some people would say there's purpose. You know, actually, I want to get away from that type of purpose. Actually, um, have you ever heard of the word or the concept uh, ikigai? No, mm-hmm. so you know I ain't heard of it. <laughs> ikigai um, is spelled for those listening. I K I G A I. You know, for those that want to get your Google's on, you don't want to listen oh, to me talk. Ikigai. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. Um, it's a Japanese concept, and it means a reason for being. The word refers to having a direction or purpose in life that which makes one's life worthwhile, and towards which an individual takes spontaneous and willing actions, giving them satisfaction. And a sense of meaning of life, meaning to life, excuse me. So it's literally 
where your passion intercepts with your mission and your profession. So the things that you're trying to figure out what the world needs to meet what you love and it meets what you're good at um, along with what you can be paid for. So you're getting paid to do what you love, what you're good at, and the world needs it. So Ikigai, I just had to like talk about this because I'm so of the... I'm so the sort like I I think that everybody the world needs love, hugs, help, whatever. So the fact that it's this concept saying that you know you can do what you love is and be paid for it and you're helping other people and you're good at it. Like I feel like that's all of the things that go into the perfect alignment. So for Fran, you know, she said being, you know, that's her purpose. And honestly, like when you like for people that know you, it, I'm sure anybody listen and they, when they hear that, they just go hmm. like they shaking their head like it, it sure is because <laughs> you're not. It's not like you're being and you're just being disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Like you're being and you're showing others and helping others to be. So it's like like perfect Iki guy, right? Like perfect harmony and like all like the world needs to learn how to be, you know, like. You love being like it. Just it. It's it's just a perfect example, you know. And I just want to get get this out because I know there are people that are doing things that they hate and they're trying to figure out how to get to what they love. And I feel it's like a lot of hairdressers in that predicament right now too, because I'm gonna tell you something. The best part of getting your hair done is getting your hair washed, right? And that can also be the worst part of getting your hair done. You ever had a hairdresser wash your shit that was heavy handed, hard? Uh, calloused ass fingers and shit and they get to scrubbing your scalp or moving their hands and fingers. You ever have that ever happen to you? You want to fuck around and leave the hairdresser with a migraine. Okay, so while you playing, all I thought about when you first talked about the hairdresser was on Star when they was washing the women's hair in the salon and she was mad she had to be there so she was doing a bad job and it was like, you don't, you better get this white girl up out my head. But it's right because the white girl wanted to be singing. She didn't want to be up in there doing hair. So, it sucks when you meet people that are doing really bad jobs, but it's because they hate their jobs. I just hate the fact that so many people are doing things that they hate. So that's why I had to talk about this because we're in this big limbo where you can kind of figure out a time. You can either change your career, learn a new trade. I just feel like it's a really, really good time for people that can, because I know not everybody is able, right? But, you know, for people that can, you know, if that you have the time and you're not, you know, stressed out about how you're going to pay your bills, because I know with this time th- there does come there do come stresses. OK, but um, mm-hmm. I just want people to be able to kind of not only look at their life and think about what the next move is going to be, but I want them to think about like what their overall move is going to be and also look at how those moves can change. Like, Fran, I love that you touched on the fact that not only your perspective of purpose changed, but even kind of like. <clears throat> Your perspective of purpose changed. And even you saying that for me was kind of like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that that affirmation, that confirmation. Like, I feel like we don't get enough confirmations or we don't pay attention enough to certain signs even that will give us confirmation to move in the right direction. Like when you're at a job and there's like a risk that's that's presented to you, sometimes those risks can be good risks. Like, you know, when you're being presented... Like, like you know, stealing food. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, if you work at a restaurant, bringing a whole bag of crab legs and you know all this oh shit, my that, God. you know, bringing that shit home. <laughs> right? No, but I think I think too one thing that people should definitely look through is like where does your sense of purpose come from? True, because we live in a society where, especially now with social media kind of tying into uh, the social dilemma, a lot of mm-hmm. what gives people anxiety is is 
comparing their purpose, which is really mm. sad because you shouldn't be comparing your purpose. Even just saying that sounds off. And I think we live in a society where people make you think you're not thinking big enough. You know, you, you need to think bigger. And I, I remember, which I've mentioned before, when I first started, I really felt like my purpose coming into the digital space was just to to show ease to just be yeah, a, mm. an example of success via ease of of the fact that i exist to feel pleasure <laughs> i you know like what if that's my purpose and so even though i'm moving through different um realms like music uh digital that intention doesn't necessarily change so right. that's what i mean like I think purpose is a little, and this is obviously my opinion. I think purpose is a little more subtle than people like to, than people feel comfortable with. Cause everyone mm -hmm. thinks like my purpose is to be a famous actor. And it's like, is that your purpose or is it what you would bring energetically? Like your energy, your energy signature to those roles. Like, you know, cause then what if it's not acting and then you want to do something else? That's energy is what we're looking for. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah. No, 100,000%. So it's not so much the career, which I think in the society we live in, they make you think like you have to be this larger than life thing. And I actually wanted to read a quote that is one of my favorite quotes and I keep it with me all the time by my favorite Osho. Feel how you feel about him. <laughs> but y'all know how I feel about him. But he says, the natural desire of the human mind is to become special. To become special in the ways of the world. To have many degrees, to have much political power, to have money, to have wealth, to be special. The mind is always ready to go on some ego trip. And if you are fed up with the world, then again the ego starts finding new ways and new means to enhance itself it becomes spiritual. Now you become a great Mahatma, a great sage, a great scholar, a man of knowledge, a man of renunciation. Again, you are special. Unless the desire to be special disappears, you will never be special. Unless you relax into your ordinariness, you will never relax. Damn, that just hit me. And I just really love that quote. Because it's like everyone's just trying so hard to be special and then they they drape purpose in that where the focus is more so on how they're being perceived than how they actually feel. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think purpose is a little more subtle than people realize. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it could be you just walking through the streets and being kind. Like, that's purpose. That could be your intention and how you move through the world. Through these careers, which is, like I said, which is, I think, where people are putting too much weight on. And that's my opinion. <laughs> and I think you make a great point. Great. And I think that a lot of times people get so caught up in pursuing their passions, and I, which I think is the way to go professionally. I think you should pursue your passions, the thing that of you, know, you feel passionate about. And I think sometimes they confuse that with purpose. Maybe maybe people are right. crossing passion yes. and purpose, you know, and intersecting them when they really parallel than a motherfucker. Maybe that's what <laughs> it is. Hmm. My whole thing is I love when purpose is kind of inspired. Like I was watching, <laughs> don't even want to say what I was watching. Um, <laughs> no, not even like that. I was watching the 100 <laughs> and there was this scene where... Uh, they had uh, one of their leaders, they call their leader the chancellor, right? And 
the people they kept fighting for this fucking role. As a matter of fact, Isaiah Washington's ass was the chancellor at one point, but we're not gonna get into that. Anyway, um, <laughs> the there was this woman. Uh, she was the chancellor, and this guy who she'd been going back and forth with the the title for. She saw in a moment like how good he was, and he wasn't even the chancellor at that moment. But she was so willing, she was so inspired by um, the way he was doing his job that she was willing to give up her title to him to be the chancellor because she was like, "You literally have a vision for this." Like I, and I just thought that that was so amazing because I don't feel like we see enough examples of. Um, I don't think that we need to see people necessarily always give up their spot, but we, I feel like see a lot of things happen that potentially could seem like injustices, you know, like um, let's take something like um, an artist not winning an award. Like, wouldn't it be dope if an artist was like, and, and you know, artists do win and they'd be like, you know, and I know nobody wants to go up there and win and say, well, somebody else deserves this more than me. I want them to come up here instead. But like, let's take, you know, I actually don't want to take something I'm not very good at, but let's take politics. You know, wouldn't it be great if someone said, wow, I'm doing really, really terrible at my job, but this person really cares about the community. I want to give this person my job because they actually have um, not only the status, but they have, you know, the know-how, the vision, the uh, the strategy to get things done um, where it would just take me longer to do things. Like, I feel like people get so stuck behind ego that they don't even see that while they're even trying to search for their purpose or they're driving behind their purpose, they they could be inspiring true purpose in other people, if not themselves, you know? And I think that that's important now as we reflect on what we're doing, because it's like, you know, Cardi B said, what was the reason? Like, we have to ask ourselves, like, what's the reason for me going to this job that I hate? And if you say it's because I have to pay my bills and then you say, well, is there another way I can pay my bills? Yes. And then you try to go down those roads. But it's not to say that everybody can just have a great job and a great life. You know, these are just ways that you could potentially be living better or just changing your way of thinking to, you know, I feel like your mindset could really change uh, your, what's the, what's the damn, uh, your mindset can change your GPS. Your focus is GPS. I feel stupid. I feel like a person that's not smart. Nah, follow your purpose and say what you got to say. Make your point. <laughs> when you want your, your mindset to match your GPS, mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. That's it, right. In so, other words, you know, you got to know where you're going in life. You know what I'm saying? You got to really take the lead and steer the ship of your life. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. In your mind. I just yes. wanted to say that like a pastor. That's all. <laughs> Go ahead. And then being okay with the fact that purpose probably changes. Like, um, I think that sometimes we're doing things and sometimes the purpose might be for it to change, you know, like we really all live individual lives. So that's why you can't look at what somebody else has and say, I should be doing that unless it's just an innate feeling like, you know, Holly Berry and Baps, she decided she was going to follow the rules of three and that led her where she needed to be, you know, like <laughs> it's going to work differently for everybody. So that's why, you know, you can't expect anybody in particular to give you your purpose or to say what exactly the formula is going to be to even attain purpose you know just lean into what feels right and innately you're probably already doing your purpose you don't even know it i just want to share that because i feel like there's like there's a lot of hopelessness in the world and i feel like especially between us um you know we're all creatives we've experienced at some point or another um you know am i doing the right thing or 
is this all for nothing? You know, we've all been discouraged. So I just feel like if we're leaning into our intentions and our purposes, it could help out. And what makes me sad about conversations I've had with people who feel discouraged, a lot of the times when if they were to really tap into how they feel outside of the noise, they don't actually feel discouraged. And I'm speaking, on, yeah. you know, from the people that I've spoken to. I'm not going to make a blanket statement. But a mm-hmm. lot of discouragement just comes from how people around you are making you feel, <laughs> mm-hmm. whether it's your parents being disappointed because you don't fulfill their expectations or you know like i said social media or your peers maybe moving a little bit different or faster or whatever the case may be and a lot of that is attached to perception of purpose like i said earlier mm-hmm. and i it's sad because i had to catch myself the other day where i started feeling this like uh sort of this like slight anxiety in my body and then when i asked myself do you feel that way or does this have to do with how you're being perceived. And I saw very quickly I was able to separate the two. And when I Mm -hmm. asked myself how I feel, I was actually fine. (laughs) Like me, in my heart of hearts, I was fine with the decisions I was making. But the only thing that was causing that anxious feeling in my body was how people would read the decisions I was making. Mm. And I think it's important to separate what's yours and what's not. Mm. and kind of free yourself of not carrying that anxiety that's not even fucking yours you know and and that's why this conversations of purpose it it does make me feel away sometimes because i think purpose has been commodified Mm -hmm. people are teaching people are teaching you now five ways to find your purpose Mm -hmm. for you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) 399.99 now you can pay someone Mm -hmm. to help you find it you go on youtube youtubers are teaching you how to find your purpose how to live your best life and it's like you're being pulled in so many directions that are actually taking you farther and farther away from just listening to yourself and i think that's one thing i was proud of with my wellness retreat Haz and I used to joke all the time, this is the anti-guru retreat. <laughs> like, <laughs> We don't want you to listen to us. We don't want you to follow us. We're bringing you together to remind you that you are your own guru. Mm. That's why we're here. We're creating the safety in the container to remind you that you don't have to listen to anyone. That's why you never saw us posting about our retreat you never saw pictures you never saw Nothing. the you never saw the yoga poses where i was like this is me helping the women find themselves that's not what it was about it was a moment for them to just stop the noise and that was the intention and so that's what i mean when i say mm-hmm. i don't know if i can resonate with the word purpose but i do know that i just move how i move in every room that i'm in and that mm-hmm. feels purposeful to me Mm. regardless of what the room is and if the room is viewed as successful or whatever the hell this world (laughs) wants you to worry about. And you are purposeful by birthright because you're here. Job done. Everything else is just a cherry on top that makes life fun. That's what I think. Take the pressure off of that. You're purposeful for being here. Well, period. Period. Um, I keep bringing back coding because I told myself that I want to, and I'm sharing this on the show because I wanted to be something that like, I I just want to plant a seed of thought, right? Cause there are some things that I do. There are some concepts that should be stolen. Okay. Like certain things should be shared and taken amongst the people. 
I think that we're at a time where if we're going to have like a, a tech renaissance, like a black renaissance in like coding or the digital space, like it just needs to happen with everybody that's coding. Help out where you can and really where you want to. <laughs> I, I feel like as black people, we always tell each, each other, like, we got to help out. But it's like we're making it seem like we have to. And it's like, yeah, we, sh- we really have to and we should. But make it in something that you want to do. Like you don't get stuck just doing something redundant because then you're going to hate it down the road. You're going to resent shit and it's not going to help anybody. And it's definitely not going to help you long term. So when it comes to the digital space, I'm really hoping programmers can like build some sort of tech to help other black people make more money or just become um, comfortable or mentally free. I just want people to be able to leave legacy, you know, for the longest white people were able to leave each other legacies monetarily, uh, physically, everything like that. So I just want there to come a time where black people have the digital landscape and we running shit in tech. And while y'all out there with y'all Bitcoins and whatever, we got our black coin and we (laughs) got (laughs) our our home, you know, whatever it needs to be shit. I just feel like the black coin is the nickel to me. (laughs) (laughs) The nickel has just always been the blackest of the coins to me. You know, it's a nickel. The size of it, the way it flipped down on the kind it's, it's just a black coin, a nickel. The fact that I can see that, I don't understand. You know what I'm talking about? It's a, the nickel is the yeah. black coin. It's the nickel. It really is. It's, I it's see really, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A roll of nickels. You know what I'm saying? And I believe it's ten dollars in a roll of nickels. And ain't that? Or no, is it ten dollars in quarter? How many quarters? Nickels is two dollars, right? Yes, I believe it's yes. two dollars, which is a black amount of money. You know, you can get something. From the store for two dollars, you know what I'm saying. You put two dollars on a number, you know what I'm saying. It's a two. It's, a, it's just the nickel is the black coin. But go ahead, Asante. I was gonna bring back the concept of ikigai and Dustin. You are like the perfect like like you're you're good at being funny. You love it. The world needs it. And thank you, Asante. Not only can you be paid for it, but you are being paid for it, and you deserve to be paid for it. Like thank like, you, Asante. Like that's. Like you're in perfect like harmony of where you need to be. So if you ever feel lost, just remember like you like India Sean told me once long ago in a song, all I have is all I need. Okay. You literally have everything you need right there in your life right now. Fran, it's it's ditto for you. And see, that's what I mean. To me, Dustin's medicine is how much joy and pleasure he feels with humor and and how he takes himself out. So it doesn't even have to do with who else laughs. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? He could be in a room by himself and I guarantee Dustin will make himself laugh. It's just the joy of humor. And so I would never attribute his purpose to the accolades that are coming. Like he's right. going to have the TV shows. He's going to have the late night. You know, like all this is going to happen and I would never be like, that was Dustin's purpose. His purpose is already there. Mm-hmm. Regardless uh, those are just gonna be the <laughs> like I said earlier. That's just the cherry on top that makes life fun. Like, thank you. But thank he's you. gonna go, move. Let's pop it. Let's pop it. <laughs> he's gonna move through all those career shifts and changes. If he suddenly decides he's bored, don't want to fucking do it, and wants to just move to London and chill. Guess what? Mm-hmm. He's still full of purpose because that mm-hmm. don't go nowhere. So I think that's my biggest thing. I just don't want people to attach it to things that are outside of them. Because Dustin's always going to be funny regardless Mm -hmm. of who sees it or who doesn't. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, friend. I believe happiness is my purpose. Being happy, Period. making other people, making people that I love and care about and fuck with, making them happy. I believe that that is my purpose. And whether that be through humor or whatever the fuck, I just believe it. I love to see people that I love like y'all happy. That's what right. I love to see. If that means I got to cuss a motherfucker out for you, <laughs> that's what I'll do. You know what I'm saying? They just, it just, I want you happy. Like Patty LaBelle, one might say her purpose is singing, but another might say her purpose is cooking. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Like, I think it's kicking her shoes off. That's what <laughs> she came out feet first, kicking as a baby. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Patty LaBelle came out feet first. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean, that's really it. That's the conversation. I just had to pick your brains for it. I just, I dig it. I, I you, Asante. like I said, it was purposeful. It, w- it it was purposeful and intentional. Uh, but I just really had to do that because when you look at the news and you see, oh, we're about to go back into lockdowns or things are stressing you out about it, whatever. I just feel like all you really need to do is look inside, you know. Like, and that's because I'm just a big softy, and I know some people are going to listen to some of the things I say and be like, "Nigga, the world is not that easy," because it's really not. But you just have to take time to yourself and pick the parts of yourself to keep you sane, you know? And I feel like some pe- certain people are going to look at their purpose and they're going to wonder, like, what is it? What what do I have or what can I leave behind? But as I was trying to say earlier, you might have you already be walking in your purpose and not realize it. So this might just be time hey. for you to just chill out and learn whatever you need to learn if you want to learn something new or even just relax and recharge if you've been working really, really hard for all this time. So I know it can be a little bit maddening, but, you know... Really take that 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 sweet spot where you can get it because things could get bad and this thing could really elevate. But we we praying for better days all the time. Amen. 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 All right, and that does it for this week's hot. I was about to say hot spot, hot button. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, you want to hear something funny? Oh, please, mm-hmm. please. Speaking of amen. <laughs> So when I be saying my prayers, right, like when I pray before my food or whatever, pray before I go to bed or pray before I order a drink at the bar or something. like Wow, you pray before you order a drink at the bar? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the praying time, I'm telling <laughs> but, um, That's awesome. Yes. But I think, I think that happens because, you know, you pray before you eat, so you drink, it's like inject, you know, ingest and stuff. Your body I got anyway, so some of y'all need to pray before y'all do it. But anyway... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> when I say my prayers, when I say my prayers, I say amen twice. And, and it's so stupid. Why? Because think about when you're at church or wherever, wherever you worship and they say amen, the, the person who's preaching says amen and then the congregation says amen. So when I pray, I'll be like, let me just try to say amen, amen. <laughs> I say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb and i know i don't have to do that but it's just a habit like not, I can't not a one man call and response <laughs> yeah i came in amen you it. see what i say I he take himself <laughs> i love that he be at I the bar taking himself <laughs> out hey, at the bar like amen amen <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. well, thank you, Asante. Thank yes. you all for your participation in this conversation. Always. Always. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships. 
at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. The South Dakota Stories, Volume 7. My trip to South Dakota was the best summer ever. Now I don't need to go to Mars because I've been to the Badlands. And I caught a bigger walleye than Dad when we went to the Missouri River. Then I rode my bike through these huge rocks called needles. Ooh, I also saw my first herd of bison, even a fuzzy furry baby one. I can't wait to go back and see more. There's so much South Dakota, so little time. So now let's bring in those wind chimes. <laughs> I wish y'all could see the dance they do when this happens. <laughs> it's the wind chime dance. <laughs> <laughs> so remember last week I was telling you guys that, about the Curl Mix brand. And I was saying that when it came in, which it came in literally later that day, I would yes. wash my hair, test it out, and let you guys know how it was. You guys, I kid you not, this is hands down... <laughs> One of the best hair care sets I have ever used. And y'all know that's big coming from me. To hear you say that, I'm telling you. Because y'all know I have used every damn product that you can find on a Target or CVS shelf, you know. And it is amazing. Like, it is so amazing that I thought maybe I was tripping and I'd use it again a couple days later to see, like, was I just, like, high off of some shit? (laughs) because <laughs> i was so blown away and it's just a great product line and people have been raving like if you go on the site and and read the reviews what i love is that she allows for images to be uploaded mm. which i think is cool because sometimes you know you could think that the reviews be lying i don't know i always think it's their friends writing it or like i always think it's bots i always think it's bots or you know i know you can pay for services that they that's what they do they come on and leave reviews not saying that's what she did, but I think the fact that you can upload images kind of changed that for me because yeah, I, I mean, could see people. Yeah, I could see the people, their names very clearly, and they're showing you their uh, results with the products, different people from all walks of life. And so that kind of was cool to me to see that. And the product is just amazing. I tweeted about it. A lot of people were responding saying that they have been loving it. There are people that were like, friends, delete this because you're going to sell it out and I need my (laughs) shit. (laughs) Don't Don't make this shit hard for us to get, please, because they're so happy with it. But I love it. Um... I'm like, when are we going to see this on more shelves? Like, I need to see it on more shelves. But I know it is handmade and and Mm. incredible ingredients. And I know sometimes that can be sacrificed when you're trying to do more mass production. I know sometimes that can be, you know, an integrity issue that I have heard a lot of brands are faced with. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. You know, I don't know too much about that end, how she's going to work that out. Um, But it is an incredible line. Curlmix.com. Um... And there was someone actually I wanna see if I have her is at Sarah Haley. I hope I'm saying Haley right. I don't know if it's Haley or Hale, but Sarah Haley Miriam tweeted me and said that the site actually also has a strawberry hibiscus deep conditioner that I somehow did not see. Shut up. As well as a body butter. 
Mm. So I'm putting that order in tonight because I know y'all are going to tear the site down. (laughs) (laughs) And I was saying that I needed a deep conditioner. So I don't know how I missed that, but I guess it was like in another section that I just hadn't really been looking at. Um, But yes, they have a hibiscus deep conditioner that I hear is incredible. People on Twitter were putting me on. So I just had to put that rave review because it is a great product line. Asante, you would love it. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm. Let me do this right now, friend. Cause <laughs> I'm not gonna be up out here out the loop. I'm telling you, I sent it to Crystal and Jade. I was like, sisters in natural, <laughs> y'all need this in your life. They were okay. trying to decide which one to get because you know it has watermelon. There's a vanilla berry. There's lavender. A lot Give me that like one more time, friend. There's we lemon black, so cream. You know we all got the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Jade was excited about the lemon cream. Y'all know my ass got the lavender she one. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then the body butters are in the same scent lines, and, and everyone was saying that they're just amazing. So mm. if you're looking, if you were like me, that kind of were bored with your hair routine and just needed something to spruce it up a little bit it just you know product junkie that was looking for a next hit <laughs> definitely try <laughs> <laughs> i know how it gets definitely try curlmix.com once again shout out to kim and tim lewis who created it i tell you it's a married duo and i think it's so cool that they've created this together family run business it's handmade so you're getting some fresh product and i could feel it like the shampoo was so nice you know how shampoos usually give you that squeaky clean that makes your hair kind of mm-hmm. feel a little too clean mm-hmm. yes this one had the bomb combination where you felt clean but it was still really moisturizing at the same time oh. i was like she got this down to a science okay so Definitely, if you haven't tried it yet, and if you have tried it, because I know I have a lot of naturals that that listen to the show, tell us your thoughts, how it worked for you or didn't, or whatever you felt. I'd love to hear more. I love that people were tweeting me like, girl, you late. (laughs) (laughs) It all looks so good, too. Isn't it? I would have to fight myself not to buy every product because I have that tendency to just want to try everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Fran, you don't need to try everything. Just well, buy Fran, one. Can we get a, a PS on the wellness segment? What is mm-hmm. flaxseed gel? Because I just want some off of the strength that they sell it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I, I remember making a YouTube video. God, that had to be like five, maybe six years ago. I don't even know at this point. What I taught you how to make it is literal gel that you make from boiling flax seeds. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that don't let it, if that don't lay your kitchen down, you tell me what will. <laughs> it if turns into a gel. Ponytail up, you tell me <laughs> it turns into a literal gel. And it is amazing for your hair. It, it gives you like a soft hold. Mm-hmm. So you won't get that crunch that gels usually give you, mm-hmm. but it still gives you definition. So it's not too soft where your hair just kind of goes where it wants. It's just a nice combination. And then, of course, because of the flax, it's really moisturizing. So I know a lot of people swear by it and make it themselves, which you can. It's really cheap. You know, uh, flaxseed comes in that bag. You could have gel for a minute <laughs> off of that and you keep it stored in your fridge. Um, but I love the fact that she had it. I think hers is like has avocado or something and just really good ass ingredients man every product every product the shampoo the conditioner the leave-in 
the uh, moisturizer, the body butter, everything. Just good. Or the flaxseed gel. That's what I was missing. So curlmix.com, right? I've only tried the lavender, so that's the only scent I can really co-sign. It's not a strong lavender scent. It was actually pretty subtle, but I like that because I wear a lot of oils and scented products that I add myself. So I don't like when I have like a clash of scents going on. So I kind of like that even though it was lavender, it was like a soft lavender, not like a too fruity or fake lavender, and you're like, yeah. I ain't never smell lavender that smell like this. <laughs> they smell like potpourri and shit. You're you like, know, on, like right. lavender don't smell like this. So Mm-mm. glade Damn. smelling it. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely check it out. Had to put that review because y'all don't understand. Even people that I see were like, "Girl, your hair looks like you dyed it," because it was just so black and shiny mm, rich and rich you know Ooh, when you when you treat yes. your hair good and you look at it in the mirror like damn look at my hair though oh you know okay, that fr- friend i don't know which one i want friend I, that's <laughs> the problem I'm i told here, you i've that's been staring for a minute like damn like i'm looking at the moisturizers you know we got the the, the jojoba oils you know it's that lavender that li- the lemon cream that sweet almond oil that Watermelon, you see what I said? And vanilla berry, Lord Jesus. That's what makes (laughs) I'm even gonna get some. Fuck it, like (laughs) Jesus. I can use that body butter, though. I can use that, yeah, especially now that you know temperatures are dropping, so our skin's gonna need a little more moisture added to it. So, definitely add that to your skincare arsenal. I'm like I said. Because of how bomb the hair products were, I already trust her skincare knowledge. <laughs> I'm like, she knows what she's doing. Look at Asante. He's really sitting on the computer I, like, Which I one mean, it's do body I butter. Buy? You know, I, I think I was going to want no body butter, but you know, it just look. it's just something about the way it looks on the site that's don't just. Don't it like, look so rich? I don't know right. what it is. What I, I just need to have it. I don't know why. <laughs> this is crazy. This oh, is not gosh. paid advertising. I'm actually about to buy somebody. But it's not. Know. Listen, I'm telling you, I am co-signing the hell. I'm going to be good <laughs> with this project, with this project, with this product for a while because I I need nothing else. So shout out to Curl Mix. Like I asked those of you listening, if you use it, let us know how you think about it. And that's it. <laughs> Asante's face is cracking me up. I can see him adding things into well, his Well, because the subscribe and eyes. save takes <laughs> off 20%. So I was just, hold on. <laughs> Let <me> just. <laughs> so that's it for this week's wellness segment. Back to you, Asante. What you got for us this week, Mr. Music Man? M- meanwhile, as you clicking tabs, around, I hear you. you then messed up all my tapestry. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a new week in music, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk to y'all about my favorite things that I like talking to y'all about, which is music videos. Uh, starting off with Gibeon, he dropped a Stuck On You music video. We talked about him on this show. Loving the voice, loving the style, loving everything about him. Um, you know, I think Gibeon's been out here working. He's probably working on some new music, uh, new visuals. I'm not sure, but I'm just loving this new, um, and maybe not even new, but this more uh, recently highlighted addition to the R&B scene. So, shout out to Gibeon. Please go check out his music video on YouTube. Also, K. Trinata and Tanache, they dropped their yes, video. Yes, yes, yes. I know that I love that Wait, song. They dropped the video from the song from Bubba. 
Yes. <gasps> the Worst in Me. You know that's my song. I know you love that song, friend. That's my song. You, you 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 literally have to go watch the video. It's it's I, on. So what a good day. It's it's on the tube of you. It's been <laughs> out for a, a few days, so you know mm. you, you you can still really enjoy the, the the newness aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? It's really hot cinematography. You know what I'm saying? You know how you know the scene for Kechinata's music. The video really fits the vibe, which I like. So mm-hmm. shout out to Kechinata and Tanache. Check out the Worst in Me music video. Um, also messed up my tabatry and closed the wrong one. <laughs> so I have to go look at this name right quick. Uh, Seven Streeter dropped hey. another visual for us. Kisses. Yes. And that's kisses with a Z at the end. Seven Streeter is always doing the things that I like from singing to dancing. to just looking damn good. Raw and talent. Just Period. a gem, a, a, a true diamond, someone that I love to continue to see thank you seven thank you seven thank you seven just just wanted to talk about music videos really really quickly because i love seeing an artist and especially the since a lot of us you know we're not leaving our houses or we, we don't want to leave the house shit um <laughs> love escaping with a good little visual to see where they take us with the song because sometimes you listen to a song and you have a different music video and then you watch the music video and it might hit different you know what i'm saying uh mm-hmm. shout out to scissor I'm sure we oh no we've talked about that already. That was just great. I keep going back to watch Hit Difference music video just so I can watch the end part for Good Days and overall just everything about that video. I just want to throw that one back out there. But yeah, want to talk about music videos this week. Week week week. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. So now we can really just get into the listens lately because I know that y'all been out here being ratchet, listening to all y'all little songs lately. (laughs) Okay. Last week, Fran called me a 304 because that's what she (laughs) was listening to lately. (laughs) Fran, you got got anything else for me this week? Anything good? No, nothing else this week for you. But I do wonder, (laughs) have y'all heard of um, Mick Jenkins? I thought you was going to say Mick Jagger. <laughs> Is he a singer? He's a rapper. Mm. I'm super late on him because he has a big following. So I'm definitely not putting nobody on to nothing. But I just recently got put on. And he's a really dope artist. He has uh, really cool videos too. Uh, Mick Jenkins, M-I-C-K. I really hope I'm saying his name right and it's not Mike. <clears throat> but I'm assuming it's Mick. Uh, Jenkins mm-hmm. and the song that I got put onto that kind of just made me fall into his rabbit hole was a song called Carefree. And the video, you would love it, Asante, because I know you love your videos that are you creative and different. For me. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a video for you this week then. But it's called Carefree. Look up the video, but in the meantime, this is how the song goes. I was off the drugs, I was off the drinks, I was off the vibes Got nothing to hide, I'm with the squad, don't make me throw it up She by my side, we gonna fight, that shit is nice 
don't look like this. If you live in carefree, then you probably don't look like us. Damn, nigga, let me cook right quick on the beach. Couple niggas was cool and it's just about dust. Shawty never smoked kush like this. I'm fast. Music playing, grinding on me. You know I had to push right back. Reflex, respect, no suspect. Shit came late. Goofy niggas miss the sunset. We ain't even give a fuck. Got the backwards though. Drop those niggas would have been upset. Only hit it two times cause I know that the paper is more of a speech you can fuck with. And I like that shit. She don't duck shit, but we was cool and I said we didn't want smoke. So when the cops popped up, loose pop smoke niggas proceeded to get on that fuck shit. I'm worried about dying for speaking my mind. They keep on calling it tough shit. They ain't do too much. Just rough shit, whole time that really is way too much shit Playing that shit right is some tough shit And they know just which one to fuck with It's just some shit we stuck with We was off the drugs, we was off the drinks We was off the vibes Got nothing to hide on with the Dope as hell, right? I like hell that, yeah. that's the shit Man, he's dope, he's just talented as hell um, And then who's my next one? Because I have so many um, oh, you know what? Shout out to Ken the man because she <laughs> she tweeted and was like, "Thank you for playing the song." I heard you played the song, and she actually just hit a dope milestone. I think her uh, Spotify hit five million, hey, over five wow. million listens. So that kind of set her over the edge. I'm sure she was close, and then our listeners just kind of like boop gave her that final nudge. <laughs> so shout out to her. I hope she gets bigger and bigger and bigger because she's definitely talented. Did you get a chance yeah, to listen to the yes, project? and I was actually going to say she has really dope visuals too. Like, Ooh, like I top, see. I didn't like, check those out yet. Like, Fran, she has really hot like dope visual visuals and songs. Like the, the, the music is the shit. And like, let me correct myself too. She is not from Atlanta. Houston. She is from Houston. Houston. All okay, the Houston all folks right. were like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And, and, and that's okay. Uh-uh. That's okay because for the real Houston folks, they know so, that the A be family, okay? Drake you said know, Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, okay? I, you know, I heard the A. I, I just, I don't know. I, I got that wrong, but thank you for correcting me. Um, and then, so I had to shout her out. Who was the next person I wanted to play? Oh, here we go. Boom. My boo cakes. Mm. Xavier Omar yes. has a new song with Mariba. The, what? I know. See, I knew you would react that way. His album is dropping, I believe, on the twenty October twenty third. So we're getting that very so, soon. So come on down. We gonna come on down. <laughs> and let me tell you something. He sent me the link. Oh, man! I listened to the album, y'all. I, I, oh my I, god! He didn't give me permission to say anything about it, but I want to tell y'all the features so badly. <laughs> Yo, I'm so upset. Yo, I know you're gonna hit that it's, group tip. It's everybody we love. It's I'm just so, so good. Upset. <laughs> it is so good. You know how we feel about him, so I'm so honored that he gave me an early listen. Um, but here's the song. At least in the meantime, here's the first single. It's called "Like I Feel" featuring Mariba. your time, think about, if you doubt, this is what you want, cause I give up now, I don't wanna lose my friend, swear I try, letting go, but I won't, I've been all around on this very goal, hoping I could be your man, baby I, I hear words but I see Something real 
Ooh, I didn't want to press stop. Love it. Wow. Just let me know if you feel like I feel. Ooh. What a talent. What a talent. <sighs> what a talent. Oh, God. I just, you know, I get all blah, 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 when it comes to his music. So. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Xavier Omar mm-hmm. and Mariba, too. Man. Uh, you know, we're, we're just going to start calling people Friend Zone alumni, okay? Wow. You know, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Xavier performed at one of the live shows, okay? Oh, my God. He did the DC show. That was so tight, man. You know, we had Mariba on the show, okay? <laughs> just, am- just amazing watching these worlds collide. Uh, All right. So well, those are my two. Dustin Ross, what you been bumping? Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> well, first of all, um, an old school favorite of mine. I believe I even played it on the show before, but you know, you can never get enough of a good thing. So first up, we have Buffalo Stance by Give Nina Cherry. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the hi-hat. Go on. Mm. That's good. Now the tambourine, right now. So don't you get fresh with me. This this is one of my favorite 80s. Uh, y'all know I love 80s music, mm-hmm. period. So this is just one of my personal favorite favorites, excuse me, and I was playing it this weekend. Also, I'm in love with the Savage Mode 2 album by 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. Literally mm-hmm. keep playing it from end to end. Here's one of my personal favorites, which will probably be everybody else's too, Mr. Right Now featuring Drake. I'ma slide anytime you want. Put you in Chanel, I'ma teach you how to stand. 21. Slip and slide like a waterfall. You need some TLC, we can creep if you want. 21. Hey, turn your phone off, take your clothes off. 21. I'm a savage, but I fuck her to a slow song. 21. Turn the lights down, 21. lay the pipe down. 21. I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. She want me to fuck her to Beyonce. But I don't treat her like she my fiance. Make that thing sing like shot day. 1942, it ain't no Chardonnay. In a lamb truck, yeah. With my Richard on, yeah. Got a pretty girl that I'm feeling on. We in quarantine, but my ends long. But it lame, lame. He got friends on. Got a couple spots, and they all on. Bought a penthouse. Yeah, so that's enough for y'all. Just Nina Cherry Buffalo stands and. 
my boys Drake and Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin with Mister Right Now. And that's Is that the, the song uh, SZA unfollowed Drake over? Yeah, because you just <laughs> date SZA back in '08. So yeah, <laughs> shit. Woo. She unfollowed. So there you go. <laughs> wow, that's it for me, y'all. <laughs> well. uh I have a song that I want to play that, I, like, my listens lately are all old. I've just been kind of in this, like, bag of music that I listened to where I just felt like I was in a time of, like, wholeness. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, and so this is Coed's role with, no, I'm just playing. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> roll <was> with me. <laughs> yeah, I'll show talk- you around. <laughs> we did Ooh, talk that about that before shit. on the show, I think. But <laughs> But that's the that, that song right there. The jam, Coed, roll with that. me. No, but it's, that's on my playlist too. Actually, for this song that I'm about to play, um, Lil John and the East Side Boys got this song with his artist named Obi. Obi called Obi. I already know. So that, that's <laughs> what I've been listening to. Tonight. Late. Come on, come on, the it, it go a little something like that, but it also go a little something like this. what it is about that song and, and you know what i'm gonna like wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be sampled because there was just something magical about that song i don't know why they played it in the skating rink they just did okay like the jam do you hear me i just love that song and i love they little part you know what you talking about i had to share my little piece of joy um, my throwback songs. That's where I've been kicking it. And that's what I've been doing for the listens lately. And that's going to be doing it. That's going to be doing it. That's going to be it for the Music Man segment. Dang. Now, Dustin Ross, please tell us what you've been watching lately. Um, You know, it's not really a lot on TV right now. Lovecraft Country is still Ooh, just a, my God. A, a, a shake, rattle, and roll of every sense in your body. Oh, um, Shout out to Mark who called the... <laughs> Called them late twins. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. He died. called them late twins. <laughs> I was like, Mark, please, please. Not M O R Q U E on Twitter, you guys. That's our, fr- <laughs> our friend of the show. Um, but yeah, Lovecraft Country has still been uh, rattling and rolling us every week. Um, the Housewives of Potomac has been good as well. There's really not a lot, you know, new on television right now for us to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so. There's really nothing to talk about. The only thing I do want to talk about briefly is Tamar Braxton's Get Your Life series. Um, oh, that's right. It's literally a first-hand look. And shout out to the producer, Michael Beck, 
um, on that show as well. But it's a firsthand look into what her life was at that time, which is recently, um, and her relationship with David Adafeso. And I've just never seen anything like it. It's fascinating in all the wrong ways. Oh, um, man. A very unhealthy relationship, very controlling um, partner, um, very just manipulative. It's just, it's That's so bad sad. that it's shocking to see. So I just would, I suggest that everyone watches this show just to see, because honestly, it makes you think about yourself and the way that you react in situations. And, right. and it just, it gives you a perfect example not to follow. So right. if you want to be a better person in relationships, watch this show so that you know what not to do. And I'm talking about what David does on this show, mm. not oh, Tamar, man. David Jeez. at Efeso. So Check it out, y'all, because we need to discuss it. And I actually kind of want to build an episode around something that I saw on that show. So there'll be more discussion um, involving that later. But that's it for me, y'all. Damn. Well, do you guys have any? I'm sorry, friend. Mm -hmm. In TV news, congratulations to my friend Cynthia Bailey and her new husband, uh, Mike Hill. Yeah. I had a beautiful ceremony over the weekend, and it just is lovely to see her so happy. So shout out to Cynthia. And, and you look so handsome. Thank you very okay. much. It Speaking was a, of a happiness. Beautiful affair. A beautiful affair. Um, great people there. Shout out to, I, no, I don't sound like him, so I'm not even going to say that, but there were very <laughs> fine people there at this reset, at this wedding. Um, shout out to Selena Johnson, Quiet Webb. My shout boo, Funky Dineva. Funky Dineva. I love his him. suit. He looks yep. so nice, so sharp. I love him. Shout out to Freddie O. Shout out to just Claudia Jordan. It was so good to see her, spend time with her. Just shout out to everybody, but it was a, a beautiful thing. I, yes, I was masked up. Um, Cynthia and Mike had gone to extreme measures to make things safe, you know, and um, as as COVID-19 protected um, as it could possibly be. And so it was a great event. So shout out to them and congratulations to their love. Shout out to Noel. And shout out to my boy Carlton. It was good to kick it with Carlton. Shout out to Rico Chappelle. (laughs) Yeah, y'all know that's my friend. It was so good to see him. Shout out to everybody. It was just a great, 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 great experience. So Yay. Well, that's a sweet note to end on. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we love you guys so much. And catch us next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.